Welcome to the Everything Eichler podcast brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. I'm Fred Eichler, and today I have on Adam Guess. He's on the phone with me from Thermacell. And Adam, thank you so much for joining me today. You and me have known each other for a long time, over 10 years now. Yeah, and thanks for having me. And it has been a long time. Um, it's been a wonderful 10 years. Um, and I'm sure for you, it's been it's been okay. I remember a certain car ride that you probably weren't as happy with me, but. Oh my gosh. You'd be always had fun and laughter heads up. And you're one of those guys in the industry that I love because you're an outdoorsman. You're a hunter and I've always connected with you on that level. You're a shooter and you know, you've been in the industry a long time, even before you were at Thermosel, you know, in the outdoor industry. And now you've moved up. You're the director of new product development. Is that right? That is correct. A very fancy title that basically allows me to continue to play and create products. And, and, you know, I'm not a title guy and I couldn't even tell you what a director of new product development is supposed to do, but apparently the company (laughs) believes I am one. (laughs) Well, that's what I love about you. You're one of the most modest guys I know, but you're also, you've got a great sense of humor. You've got a great laugh. You're just a fun guy to hang out with. And you know what? You've got a pretty cool position working at Thermosel because you work at a company that has a product that literally not only works, but change, it literally changes people's lives. And I, I say that not to dramatize it, but right now, and you and me were talking about this earlier, we're in the middle of antelope season here in Southern Colorado. And we've had probably one of the wettest seasons we've had in 10 to 12 years tons of rain we had flooding you know the the purgatory river was a couple hundred yards outside its banks we had cows getting in the river we had fences washed out and the the plus side of that is we've had hay like crazy this year we've had alfalfa and oats and wheat and corn that's growing like nuts the downside adam we have mosquitoes that will carry you off i mean they could stand flat-footed and look a turkey in the eye. They're that big this year. They're just unreal. And we were putting guys out in antelope blinds by water holes that normally we have a little bit of an issue early in the morning maybe. But this year, literally, I had guys calling. They wanted to get picked up out of the antelope blind if their butane cartridge ran out. Like, it was that big of a difference. It's, it's a crazy year. I mean... I've I've been a thermocell user longer than I've been with the company and and growing up, even on Long Island, which is well known for its hunting prowess. um, Luckily, I had relatives that were able to get me off the island to experience the outdoors, but you couldn't go outside. And it's just crazy how mosquitoes, this tiny little insect, can really ruin what should be, you know, a phenomenal experience. I mean, it's one of those things that if we joke around in the office and it, it goes back to the heydays and the PSAs we saw. Friends don't talk to friends about mosquito protection. <laughs> um, and it, it's just crazy because Thermosel is one of those things that when you have it, you know it, you love it. And I can remember so many trips where, you know, my hunting bag is my hunting bag. It's my altar. I always know I have a flashlight in there. I know I have a couple knives. I know what's in there. The scariest thing is to reach in your bag and not have a thermosel. 
and you just you regret all your life decisions up until that point. You're like, how? <laughs> you know, I'd almost rather forget my bow or my gun than my thermosel. At least I could be like, well, I'm scouting. <laughs> You're miserable without it. I mean, that's that's the crazy thing. And you know, I, I was a thermosel user before you know you and me knew each other. And you know, when they came out and hit the market, I mean, it was amazing. But you know. The alternative back in the day was the DEET. Remember that, you know, man, you got to have the 100% DEET or it's not going to make it, you know. And, and then you would see that the finish is coming off your gun stock and, you know, you're you're melting stuff because of the chemical that's in some of this stuff. And you're like, what is it doing to my body physically <laughs> you know, when I'm covering myself up, you know, in, in this spray that then I have to reapply and, man, God forbid it, you know, you should get sweaty and have it drip into your eyes because you're spraying it on your face and your hair and your ears. And, you know, then Thermosel changed all that. And whether you were black bear hunting or whether you were antelope hunting or turkey hunting in Florida, I was on an Osceola turkey hunt. It was like, oh, okay, we got our blind, we got our decoys, we got our Thermosel, got our bow. You know, it's like, you know, it's one of those mandatory things you have to have. And uh, I've talked to game wards. I had a guy tell me down south that they were issued thermocells because the mosquitoes are so bad. You know, everybody knows Florida, Georgia, Alabama. I mean, really everywhere. Canada, Alaska, you name it. You know, on the eastern seaboard, doesn't matter. People don't think of mosquitoes when they think of Montana a lot. But holy cow, Colorado, Montana, Wyoming, you get near water sources. It can ruin your time of field. The the mosquito really is an amazing animal if they didn't suck blood, you know, I'd be a big fan of them because they're, <laughs> you talk about places. And I remember one time going hunting in Texas, Texas, it's a desert. I don't need a thermosel. I chose not to pack it like, oh. like a moron. I'm like, I know better. They had gotten rain five days beforehand. I was in rain gear sweating and I had pulled the hood so tight that only my eyeball could stick out. And I, and I tapped the guide and I was like, you let me know if anything comes. You know, I seem like an entitled person here. I was miserable. I had my hands stuffed in my sleeve. I was like a child. I was like, I needed an adult to show me the way. But the mosquito itself, you know, what happens in a lot of these areas, a mosquito egg can be dried out for up to 11 years. Wait a minute. And still, once it gets water on it, they hatch within hours. I did. Is that, that's true? That's a fact? That's true. 11 years. 11 years. That's amazing. Tim's over here listening on the podcast with me. He's a big outdoorsman. He's like, wow, I didn't know that. Well, and you have situations like you're talking about where you are. I mean, the, the country itself is weird because everywhere you look, it's either deadly drought or it's the wettest summer on record. Right. Um, and you have these situations where these, eggs have lain dormant for years and years and years in areas that have been dry. And then all of a sudden you get some standing water and the mosquito pressure just goes nuts. And the, the funny thing is, is, you know, this might be white, whitewashing my memory or, you know, how everyone looks back as their childhood fondness. Mosquitoes just used to be annoying. Now they're dangerous. You reach some of these diseases they have and not to be a fear monger. It's like, Oh my God, that, living up in the Northeast, you have Tripoli, you had Zika a couple of years ago, you have all these mosquito-borne illnesses where it's, 
they're not just annoying anymore. They're actually dangerous. And you sit there and you're like, uh, you know, someone who's had Lyme's disease a couple of times because I'm an outdoorsman and you, know, you get ticks on you all the time and you just trade it off. But, you know, I never remembered as a kid being even concerned about or anybody talking about it. Now all of a sudden it's, you know, I don't know where they all came from, but you have all these illnesses that, I mean, on the tick side, there's some disease that makes you allergic to red meat for the rest of your life. Like I already told my wife, I was like, nope. Yeah, don't want to get not that. Not taking that. <laughs> yeah, I think in the Nile virus, another one we even get our we were getting our horses even you know shots for that you know mosquito born. Yeah. It's it's West Nile. It's you know crazy. the triple E's, the equine, you know which the horses get. And we we know a lot of stables even up here that run them in their stables. You know, just to keep the mosquitoes away from the horses. It's you know, it's really crazy. It's it, it, what's amazing to me, and uh, is how it works. I, like I don't understand because I got to back up. When I think of mosquitoes, and this always blows me away, and I don't know how they do it. Have you ever tried to grit your teeth through a few? I'm like, I think I'm. I like to think I'm kind of a tough guy a little bit, and like, you know, it's like ah, I could take a couple bites before I turn on the thermocell, or you know, I can, I can. I can stand it a little bit. And then one will hit you in a nerve. I don't know how they do it, but they'll hit you in a nerve. And the whole side of your face will just be like, like you literally, you have to brush it away. You cannot, I can't take it. They hit something in there every once in a while that seems to hit a nerve. It just causes like an eye to twitch or your whole face to go up. And it's, it's one of those things that you go, man, who, who came up with the thermocell? idea who came up with the pads and what exactly is it do how how does it make the mosquitoes go away like there's people that are listening to this i'm sure that are it's like magic you know it takes that you can turn it on it takes that 30 seconds or a minute you know you know and then all of a sudden you're like wow they're gone how can you can you speak a little bit to the i guess chemistry or what makes it, how does it do what it does? <laughs> sure. Um, what, what's nice about our system is that, as we kind of mentioned, deets on skin. And if you think of traditional mosquito sprays, if I tell you what, you know, what a mosquito spray tastes like, you can generally conjure that, that taste back in your mouth. Not Immediately. Not spraying it in your mouth, but everybody knows what, what deet tastes like. And it makes sure your, your lips numb. And, yeah. Yep, yep. But with, with the system that we use is that we impregnate that, that blue mat um, with a mosquito repellent called alethrin. What alethrin is, it's a synthetic copy of permethrin, not permethrin, sorry. It's a synthetic pyrethroid. And pyrethrin is actually found in the family of chrysanthemums. So a flower. So it's in a flower. So a lot of times you'll see, or if you read online, they say plant these types of flowers around your garden if you want to try to try to do pest control. But it's just really not efficient to harvest natural, um, you know, pyrethrin. So I, I keep messing up, but it's not it's not economically viable to plant, you know, acres and acres, hundreds and thousands of acres, and harvest it. So right, to crush up all bunch of flowers. Yeah, synthetically, they've replicated it. And Elytrin has been in use in the U.S. for decades and decades and decades. We use it a little bit differently. We use a very small percentage, and we impregnate the mat with it. 
And we use that butane cartridge, which heats up that mat, and it emanates into the air. And basically what this does is it scrambles the mosquito's ability to find you. So a mosquito will, will zone in on you a couple different ways. And the, now, body uh, heat, oh, I didn't know it was body heat. I thought it was carbon dioxide. carbon dioxide that you breathed yeah. out. Ah, interesting. It's, it's everything you do. It's your sweat. It's the mosquito is, you know, evolutionary design to find you. And remember, it's only the females that bite you. Um, all jokes aside, you know. <laughs> what what's really nice is it basically creates almost like this force field. So even if you're using an on on skin spray, you still get them buzzing around your ears. Right, where and you where you can't hear a deer been, walking, or you're moving. I mean, deer. Most prey animals look for movement. You know, you play the wind, but. From my experience, and I'll, I'll speak from my experience, generally big game will usually try to confirm two senses before they totally spook. You'll see a deer come across your scent trail, the, the head goes up, then it starts looking around. If you're swatting mosquitoes, <laughs> you're going to see a tail up and you're just going to see white. Yep. And that's all of a sudden the deer's gone. But what's nice about our system is it keeps them away. I mean, I've been fishing before where you actually see them lurking you know, on the perimeter of that 15 foot zone. So you have to figure seven and a half feet from the center of that device in every direction. You know, it really keeps them at bay. It's mind boggling to me, the science that went into that to make it work because it's just, it's unreal. The difference between having it on and, and having it off. And, and you've taught me a few things, but I did not know, that's exactly how it worked. It just it messes up their ability to actually zone in on you. And what's crazy to me is when I first started using them in a hunting situation, I was a little bit like, Ugh, you know, I'm a little worried about the scent. I wonder if that's going to bother. I haven't had that bother animals. Now, first off, of course, you know what I mean? I try and be downwind of an animal, so it's not going to win me anyways. But I can tell you that whatever's in there, I've never seen it spook an animal. If anything, I've seen them curious, like look like that. But it's never, I've never felt that that was a reason that an animal spooked for me. I don't think they identified that as a human odor. Um, you know, I saw one time people were doing all kinds of tests with scents and the new car smell attracted deer as good as a lot of the deer scents that are on the market, which I thought was fascinating. It was just a scent that they, you know, they didn't really identify. They weren't used to. So I don't know what your experience on that is, but, you know, I, I used to be a little bit concerned about that, but that's not even a concern to me now. And, you know, plus the fact that I wouldn't be out in the woods hunting if I was covered up with mosquitoes. So, you know, for me, I look at it and go, man, it's a no-brainer. Just like these guys hunting antelope these last couple of weeks, they're like, oh, yeah. No, if I didn't have the thermosel, Fred, I, 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 I couldn't do it. No way I wouldn't be in there hunting. I mean, very similar experience. And again, a longtime user of thermosel before, you know, before joining the company. And it's part of the reason I joined the company is because it's a product that, that changed how I enjoyed my life, not just in the woods, but even at my home. But I, similar experience. I, I think that the, the small amount of odor that it does put out is, is not, it's not alarming to, to game. Right. I mean, it's, it's not foreign. And, and I think similar examples, and I've seen the studies, you know, scent specifically is it's okay to stink as long as you stink like familiar. 
And I'll always go back to a, a mutual friend of ours, John LaCourt. You know, one time you saw me spraying down like crazy going out in the woods. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, ah, I got to eliminate scent. He's like, what'd you have for dinner last night? I was like, a steak. He's like, are you going to have to go to the bathroom in the woods? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you smell like a predator. You play the wind, knucklehead. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right. You know, it's, I, I love John and you know him well. Oh, and, yeah. You know, he, he was a great mentor and it's just, he, he had a unique way of putting things in perspective. So, um, but you know, I've had, I've definitely been on the wrong side of the wind before. And again, as long as you're standing still, it doesn't seem to alert, you know, they barely even smell it. So. Well, and I've, I've used them in enclosed environments and I know you guys suggest, you know what I mean? You definitely want some, some air floating through, but you know, for me, I've used them in my truck. You know, I sit there with the windows down all the time, and I'm miserable. You know, if I can't get a breeze blowing through my truck, but when the mosquitoes are coming in there and I can't glass, I can't use my spotting scope, can't keep my eye on hunters, trying to look through a window is no fun. I've used them in my truck with the windows, you know, windows down. I've used them in tents where I had some ventilation. I've used them in a lot of places where I wanted to be outside but couldn't be without it. I've, I've used them in similar situations. Hey, and there's there's stuff that we can say with your windows down. That's not a closed environment. I wouldn't run it with your windows up, right? You know, but that's that's it's not going to kill you. But you know, it's it's one of those instances. I've definitely used them in blinds. Um, specifically, when you first get in a blind, all you're doing is waking up all the mosquitoes that went in there to go to sleep. Oh. Um, I, I've used them in some wacky situations where it's just like, hey, I've left the windows down on my truck and, and put it in there before I got it. Yeah, yeah, to keep them from just smoking you when you hop in. You've got to have some fun with these shows because you go to shows all over the place, Adam, and you get to interact. And that's one of the things I've always enjoyed about you is you'll talk to anybody. You're a lot like me. You're kind of a people person, really. You enjoy talking to people. And that's, to me, one of the reasons – for your success and the reason you've done so well is you're so amicable and you're so personable and you'll talk to anybody and you've got to have some really cool stories from guys that have said, man, this really helped me. You know, you know, maybe it kept them from getting, you know, the West Nile or maybe it helped them from, you know, getting mosquito bitten or maybe it helped them in an emergency situation or you've got to hear some pretty awesome, not only hunting stories, but just stories from people that are like, I was able to enjoy my patio again or, eat outside do you have any really cool you've got to have some cool stories from people that just come up to you randomly at shows i mean one of the one of the beauty parts about the shows is really interacting with people i i love hearing stories you know i love hearing stories in general it it really helps put a perspective on on your own life but you know on how people use the product but there have been you know in a couple instances come to mind a couple stories um one gentleman whose wife has a severe allergy to mosquitoes and basically her life stemmed from running from the house to the car and they had this beautiful home and he was showing us pictures and he said our product was the first one that they can use that allowed his wife to go back outside in over a decade and for a decade she was dealing with the severe allergy to mosquitoes where she would get it and it's not just like you or me where you get this big lump and in a day or so it goes away it was severe, you know, very severe, where she would get quite sick. And he was almost on the verge of tears telling us about how we changed, you know, their life for the better and that her, you know, 
quality of life has improved so much that she can actually go outside again. See, that's those are the kind of things that I mean. I mean, that's got to be cool to hear. And it's, it is funny how different people's allergies, I don't know if that would be the right word, but I've been around people, men and women, that reacted a lot worse than I did to mosquito bites. Like, you know, before I had the thermosel going or, you know, even going from your truck and coming through the barn and, you know, when the mosquitoes are bad and they come in and you look at their arms and you're like, oh my gosh, and they're three times bigger than what it would be on me. So it's interesting how it impacts everybody differently. It is. And, you know, another area that, that we don't even think of when we design these products and a lot of disaster relief, um, specifically like linemen, Linemen love our product, you know, coming, coming after hurricanes or tropical storms, you have to imagine everything's wet and damp and the mosquitoes are just crazy. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. We, we've had them come up and like, Hey, this, you know, it's still hard work, but it's a little bit easier when you're not swatting at mosquitoes, putting lines back up. And it's just areas where we don't even think our product would apply. You know, and you're like, oh, wow, I wouldn't even think mosquito pressure when you're doing that because you just don't connect it. Oh, be dang. Yeah, see, first responders, things like that, that to me, that's a neat, you know, that's a neat environment to know that you're helping people out. But what one thing you guys have done, and I'm sure that's a lot of that's been in your wheelhouse, is you guys didn't just stop. Like, the MR300, you know what I mean, that you have, that's probably what I use 90% of the time. You know, that's, you know, you got the little, the hunt pack, which is a pretty handy deal, but you know, you guys have the backpacker mosquito repeller with the, with the deal that'll swap over from your stove. Um, you've got a bunch of different products now that have nothing to do with hunting it. it you know, that have to do with being outside. You know, Michelle's got the ones she puts around the porch when we have people over for dinner and, you know, you guys have expanded that line. Talk a little bit about all the different things thermocells got got going not to mention the fact that sometimes i use mine as a hand warmer you know what i mean you know if it's a little chilly in the morning but the mosquitoes (laughs) are going to come in and i know it but you know talk a little bit about you know some of the stuff that you guys have come up with you know that are under the thermocell umbrella now i mean we we found our success and and our niche really in in hunting so you have to have to think about way back 24 years ago as they developed this technology it took them about three or four years, and, it, and it's, you know, a little more expensive than a can of spray, but who, who would actually need protection like this? And, and hunters are pretty identifiable. You're in the woods early morning, you're in the woods, you know, late afternoon into the evening. So a lot of the country has the highest mosquito pressure at that time. So we found that, and what we found was, as much as hunters knew and loved our product, very similar to what I was talking about, the hunt bag, no one wants to take it out of their hunt bag for fear of it not being there. So there was this disassociation with this thing works awesome when I'm hunting. And when I'm home, I hate mosquitoes. I'm going inside. <laughs> so it, it, it blew my mind and I've heard it so many times. So when we looked at, okay, you know, the, the general market, you know, who doesn't like mosquitoes? Everyone hates mosquitoes. So right. it's, it's a pretty easy market to look at. But then we're like, okay, form factor, that 300 or old faithful or whatever you want to call it, you know, it, it looks weird. It looks out of place on a, on a patio table. So when we started to look at form factors and ease of use and people that might not be gear intensive, 
And we're like, well, people like lanterns and light. So we introduced some lanterns and we introduced some, some torches that not only repel mosquitoes, but provide some ambient light. Then we started to look at some products that are a little more fashionable and some colors. Okay. You know, we didn't want to Henry Ford it and say, you can have any color you want as long as it's black. <laughs> you know, people, you know, everybody is different and everybody tastes are different. So we introduced some colorful ones and that brought us more success. Then we launched a whole rechargeable line, um, a product that uses heat still, but instead of using a butane cartridge, it uses a rechargeable lithium ion battery and uses a, a liquid repellent. And that brought us even more success as now people are finding that easier to use at home. Um, so it's, we're, we're constantly looking at how people live their lives how people interact with the product and making changes and improvements. We're, we're never, and this is, you know, a, a personal model as well. As good as you were yesterday, be better tomorrow. So we don't just sit there and stay, you know, on the same technology. We're looking to push, push technology. And, and it's weird when we talk to buyers and we talk to consumers and we talk to, you know, our, our friends in the industry, you know, mosquito repellent isn't synonymous with, evolution or innovation you know we went from the hand to spray and then it kind of stalled out <laughs> for 40 years that's funny that's true so we've really revolutionized the category and you know to, to get to some of the boring parts it's not even like we're just eating market share um, you look at mosquito repellents as a whole and all the consumer research we do because the category is just filled with so much snake oil, most people that treat for mosquitoes use more than one solution. So they'll put a, a citronella candle on the table, they'll spray down, they might run some coils and then have tiki torches. And what we're finding is people are gravitating towards us because you don't have to do all of those things to right. get the same efficacy. You don't have to have five things going and, and, and stink. And it's, you know, listen... I've had a couple adult beverages before, or wobbly pops, as I call them. Everyone's probably been at a party where someone has overindulged and knocked over a tiki torch. <laughs> it's a miniature napalm drop when that thing goes off. So, you know, it's people like our products because there's no open flame, because it's, you know, safe to use. If someone touches it, it's, you know, it's not fire, you know. It's. Yeah. I mean, it's really a great technology where, where we have some really cool stuff upcoming. Um, and our product plan for the next five years, you know, I'd like to say I'm solely responsible, but we are a very collaborative team. And I mean, it's, it's truly exciting. You know, I look at our products today and I almost, you know, go, huh, that was good. We're going to blow it out of the water. So <laughs> Anything you can give us a sneak even, preview on? You got anything, anything super exciting coming up you can tell me about? Any so hints? one of the one of the interesting things we're doing, and this is based for you know around the home, and I know we are sending you guys some sneak peek units that shipped out today, but a a semi permanent low voltage install that can be remotely activated with your app. What? So that's awesome. These are, I mean, it's I have one at my house and. You know, it's it's fun because we're competitive inside the office. And as much as I'd like to take total credit for it, it really wasn't my project. And I was like, well, I'm going to blow you out of the water. It, <laughs> it's changed the way I, I 
live outside. I mean, my wife and I are very avid barbecue people. So, you know, big green egg, grills. If we can be cooking outside, we're cooking outside. I have two German short hair pointers. Um, they do not like to be inside. They like to be outside. So my dogs have actually learned where to lay down based off of whether the light is on or not. <laughs> that is awesome. See, I love that idea, though, because that, that's the only, like, and you know exactly what I'm going to say here. If there was one negative that I could ever think of a thermocell, it's that 30 seconds to a minute that you have to wait until it starts to work. <laughs> you know, you like that's how big of a difference it, it makes in your life because like you hop out of the truck or you hop in the blind and you're like, oh my gosh, I got to get this thing on immediately. Like <laughs> I, I will turn it on a lot of times in the truck because like, I'm like, all right, I want this baby ready to roll when I step out <laughs> because I don't want to get tore up. So, you know, there's that little delay and that's what's amazing is all of a sudden you're like, ah, and you can literally, you can time it. You know, you can go, Okay, now I'm good. You know, it's funny. So that sounds like a pretty cool idea. I'm excited to to check that out and see that. Yeah, I mean, we're on a in a soft launch pattern right now where we have some units in the field. And what's what's nice is that, to your point, I mean, you think about going outside in five minutes, turn it on. You don't have to go outside to turn it on. You just turn it on. Yeah, you don't have to suffer for that little bit of time while it uh, while it gets going because that's all. That's all part of it. Like, oh, heck, I was in Louisiana boat fishing, Adam. You'll crack up about this. I mean, and it was like right on the guy's deck. And, of course, there's there's fish out there, and it's hot, and, you know, it's Louisiana. And, boom, as soon as we get out, the guys had the thermocells on. And I'm like, yep, here's guys who get it. You, you know, almost <laughs> every outfitter, hunting, fishing, you know, people are involved in the outdoors – that I interact with are ones that use thermocell products. And it's still amazing to me. I know you guys are nuts and you're busy and I see your ads sometimes or I see different things you guys do, but it's surprising to me that there's still some guys that come out that don't know about them. And it just cracks me up. Like, you know, some of our antelope guys, you know, the majority of them had, but, you know, some didn't have them. And we're like, oh, yeah, I need one. Some even brought their own. Uh, you know, I bet we had... I bet 20% of the guys showed up with their own thermocells, which impressed me. But some of the other guys were like, oh, man, you know, I wish I'd have brought one or can I have one? And so then I'm <laughs> I'm loaning my thermocells out, and then they're going through, you know, butane, they're going through pads, which is awesome. But, you know, the fact that it made such a big difference that they were like, yeah, I, I wouldn't sit in the antelope blind if it wasn't for it. That, to me, tells you everything you need to know. And it, it's really cool to me that you've kind of lined – with that company and you've moved up with that company and uh, I'm sure attribute a lot to the good ideas that they're working on because you are an outdoorsman. But the fact that you're working for a company that there's no question, there's no, it works some of the time. Like I have some products, you know, whether it's a scent or a call or rattling antlers or, you know, there's things that you go, yeah, try it. And it may work one out of 10 times. You know, that's just realistic. I mean, if you, you're an outdoorsman, you're a hunter, you know, if if I told somebody, hey, take this grunt call and grunt at every buck you see during the peak of the rut, that's going to work 10% of the time. When it works, it's awesome. But the other 90% of the time, they're going to ignore it. They're not going to do anything. But you're working at a company with a product that works 100% of the time, all the time, and that's got to be kind of gratifying. It's got to be kind of a neat deal. 
I mean, it, it really is. And, you know, I, I started with longtime believer in it. You know, it, it changed the way I, I lived my life and experienced the outdoors. And, and we joke around that there's two types of thermosel customers, people that know us and love us. And people are like, what? No, your product can't work that good. I would have heard of it. And get that, you know, that, that unaware consumer that thinks that they know everything about everything. But we, we challenge ourselves to get in front of that consumer. And again, boring demographics, we are just scraping, you know, from a household awareness, you know, good, good fun marketing terms, you know, we're relatively low. And it's, you know, once you do aided awareness and you tell, and this is a question you can ask anybody, have you heard of Thermosel? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What do they do? Quick. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's one of those, you know, we have a lot of ramp in front of us. Um, we have a lot of people th- that we need to prove ourselves to, and we are welcome to that challenge. But I, I can't count on one hand with anybody that said, I use your product and it doesn't work. I mean, when you, when you talk to people, I, and there've been situations at consumer shows where I remember, you know, almost having to break up a fight where someone's like, ah, that doesn't work. And every consumer around the booth just turned on this poor gentleman. I was like, <laughs> like I'll tell you it works. And I'll tell you this situation. What? And I'm like, you need to try it. And I'll lend you mine. And, and I was like, guys, guys, guys. Like, he's allowed to his opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you should try it. <laughs> oh, it's funny to me. Like, our, our boys went catfishing the other night. And it was like panic mode because they wanted to go cat, catfishing really bad. And Seth comes up to me. He's like, I need your thermosel. And it's so funny because you, it's one of those things you don't even like loaning out. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a personal thing. It's like, okay. And, and I found myself going, all right, Seth, I'm going to give you my thermosel. I need it back as soon as you're done. Like I'm not going to go out in the field without mine. So it has to be on the counter as soon as you're done. And people that get it, get it. If you haven't used it, you're going to learn real quick. But that's what's kind of fun about it. And to watch you guys and the innovation and some of the things that you guys have done with is amazing. But let me let me end with something. You know, if somebody wants to look at your product, you, what's, what website should they go to? Thermocell.com. So just check out Thermocell.com. They can go there. And here's another question for you, and you'll appreciate this. I get a lot of young men, young women, um, that listen to my podcast and I get emails and, you know, even texts sometimes of people that come out hunting like, Hey man, I really want a job in the outdoor industry. How do I get a job in the outdoor industry? Um, if somebody's looking at going, man, this company's got huge growth potential. They've been out there for a long time. They're doing amazing. I'd love to look at that for, for a possible job when I come out of college or, or, or doing something, where could they go to, to check that out, Adam? If you check out our LinkedIn page, um, we post all of our opportunities there, and I can tell you we are aggressively hiring right now. Um, as as we continue to expand, there are multiple opportunities and, and every level of experience there, from entry level through ex, you know experienced professionals. That's awesome, man. That's great to hear you guys are hiring, and you know I love that because I get a lot of. You know, like I said, both young men and young women that are interested in getting into the industry and, uh, you know, with with good companies. And you're a great guy, and you've been there a long time. I know they've taken great care of you, and I've watched you move up through the company. So I appreciate you sharing that. And, 
Adam, I really appreciate you taking the time to to hop on the phone. You taught me. I had no idea, for example, that mosquito eggs can live 11 years and then still hatch a dang mosquito. I really did not know that. So I, I took away, I always like learning stuff and that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that with me and thanks for taking the time to talk to me. No problem. Always a pleasure. Well, we've talked about it before. I hope you'll come out and do an antelope hunt with me. Um, I know what you can use to keep the mosquitoes off you, and hopefully we'll get an antelope to come in range. Absolutely. Don't threaten <laughs> me with a good time. <laughs> All you got to do, buddy, is holler at me. Hey, again, I'm Fred Eichler. You're listening to the Everything Eichler podcast brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, and I was just talking with Adam Guest from Thermocell, and I learned a lot about mosquitoes, probably more than I wanted to know. Thank <laughs> you.